welcome to the first edition of the You've Got No Fans podcast, a podcast about supporting a team which is picked from a hat. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, in short, we're expecting the Bundesliga to return on the 9th of May. And being a football fan, that's fantastic news. There's a real appetite for football to return. But I've never been one to watch football for football's sake or follow football for football's sake. So for me, when the Bundesliga was coming back, I needed a little bit more than that. I couldn't just turn on and watch a random Bundesliga game if it didn't mean anything. So I'm joined with my brother, Chris. Hello. Uh, hi. On, fri- on Friday morning, we kind of had the idea of should we put the teams in a hat and just pick one out and see what we get and follow them till the end of the season, um, which we both kind of liked the idea. It gave us a bit more of something to follow, a result to look for something we can discuss of how our teams got on. But the result the result of that, it kind of spiralled a bit. And by Friday evening, I had got 36 people together all saying, you know what, give me a team. I want to be part of that as well. I want to have a German team that I can follow. I want to join in with the social media banter. I want to have a result to look for. And then here we are Sunday evening, a couple of days later, we're producing a podcast and we're going to have our first live draw, giving each of our 36 people one of the 36 teams from the Bundesliga and from Bundesliga 2. So in short, that's that's the, the principle behind the You've Got No Fans podcast. And we'll aim to have a weekly update, hopefully get one of our lifelong or in this case, week long supporters on each week to talk about what it's like being a supporter of their German team. Suppose before we jump straight in with the draw, we should have a look at what teams are out there, the league yeah. tables, and think, who do we want, who do we not want? And for the for the benefit of our viewers, to put it out there, I think, Chris, you've done a bit of research today on some German football, haven't you? I have. I mean, it, I mean that's to the extent of having both league tables in front of me and, and picking out what I consider interesting team names, interesting stadium names, um, and nicknames for teams and that's about it um we've i've been to one we've been to one bundesliga match in our life we went to a classic between hamburg and mainz that was a, a fantastic nil nil draw a couple of years ago that was the year that that was the year that hamburg were relegated so that would have been the season before last i believe was, when they were still running the famous longest standing bundesliga team clock which i believe has now been removed since they're no longer a bundesliga club Exactly. And, and that's about it for me. Um, I have got back into playing football manager, given that there's no real football. So, um, life, about five seasons deep, although not with a German club. So maybe I'll have to rethink it. If we were doing this 15 years ago before I went to university and got a job, I'm, I'm sure I'd be able to tell you lots of players playing in the second division in Germany who, who were playing below their level. But um, to now, to me, I, I think I messaged you earlier on and asked how you pronounce one of the teams because yeah, well, well, there's I've some classics, and in the, particularly in the second division, there's some classics. Yeah, I've had to look up a few actually and think, okay, not to make a complete proud of myself, how do I roughly pronounce that word? So we might be in for a bit of a treat there. But is there my... anyone you're looking forward to in the draw, or would you? Who would you like, and who would name me one club you'd like and one club you wouldn't like in in the two divisions? Yeah, well. I'm a bit of a German purist, really. If I, I remember going back when I was younger, I actually had a Hertha Berlin shirt. I don't know why, but yeah, I had a Hertha Berlin shirt. So I suppose that was probably my first interaction with German football, was having a Hertha Berlin shirt. So perhaps they would be the Bundesliga club I'd look out for, but then you can't discount probably most people's hopeful being Norwich fans with Paderborn purely for Sir Dennis Rebeni. Yeah, I can't, exactly. 
Yeah, um, and there would be genuine interest in buying a Paderborn shirt if I found myself in half an hour's time being a Paderborn supporter. So, and I mean, he started. I seem to think he's actually started fairly prolific in German football. He has, hasn't he's definitely he's got, got six goals in three. I've got it up on screen here. He's got six goals in three in three games, um, which isn't a bad return. Well, it's not. Like follows Dennis yeah. Trebetti scores goals, so. It's not to be sniffed at. Six, it's fifty a goal every other game. You average that over the course of the season, you're getting twenty goals a season in the Bundesliga, and you're it's playing not, for Germany. It's not done and dusted at the bottom of the Bundesliga yet. I don't think either. So actually, some goals like that for Paderborn could see them make a late chase to try and yeah, avoid the drop. I mean, they're six points adrift, but um, I, I do think empty stadiums and will throw results. This is one thing I think with a particularly. I know this is about Germany, but the Premier League in particular, we will see as well. If that comes back, as you will see some really strange results, because I do think at the top level of football, things like full stadiums and atmosphere makes a difference because the margins are so fine. So I, I don't think it will be beyond the realms of possibility that if Paderborn were to play Bayern or Dortmund, for, for argument's sake, in an empty stadium, it wouldn't necessarily be the same result if they were to play them in a full house in, in Dortmund in front of the yellow wall or something like that. I think it... It will make a massive difference having empty stadiums. So I think Especially you will see in Germany, where those kind of supporter-driven clubs play such a huge part. We saw that even at the Hamburg game. We went exactly the support supporters play such a huge part in German football. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I think I think they they're in with a shout. Um, I think at the top, it's Bayern are still Bayern are still top. Yeah, not much in it. It's still only five points. That's two games, isn't it? Um, that's yeah. Not, that's not that much. Um, you've then got not a lot in it, really, right through to the bottom. You've obviously got some teams who are safe. There's a few still looking over their shoulder. If you then go into Bundesliga 2, you've got Armenia Bielfield. That I recognise from times gone past, like Stuttgart, Hamburg. Some big Hamburg. clubs in there. There's some big clubs in there who have been, been around kind of the top level of German football. Nuremberg, Bochum, right at the bottom. Yeah. There's some big clubs in there. And you've got some complete randoms I'd never ever heard of before so um, yeah. but um, you, you're, you're right you've got Bielefeld and Stuttgart and Hamburg who are probably three of the biggest clubs in that league all have got Bundesliga pedigree sitting mm-hmm. at the top three um, and and then again down at the bottom you've got Dresden bottom on 24 then there's only three points between them, them and Bochum is, is he at Dresden these days or did we sign he, him he is I don't know um, the benefit of having a computer in front of me, as I can tell you, he plays for Hanover '96, and I don't know what oh, division sure. Hanover '96 are playing. Uh, they're Bundesliga Two, mid-table. So. Fine. So he's he's there. You've obviously you've got Darmstadt '98, which is where Mario Vranchuk came from. You've got Nuremberg, who have got Philip Heiss on loan. Yeah. So um, you never know if they, if they get the season done, if they get the season yeah. sewed up. If they get the season sewed up there really quickly, Philip Heiss can come back and, and play a part and help Norwich stay up as well. He could do a they're sitting still in danger of relegation. He could do a one-two. He could save both clubs from relegation this year. Um, I think it's unlikely, given yeah. how, how, what I've seen of Philip Heiss to date. But yeah, um, you never know. A couple of times at Colney and the, the youth team's games that he's played. and I think he yeah, struggled to get a game. I think it'd be a big ask, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to my knowledge then. So where well, you've got, obviously, the stats in front of you. I've got All I've got in front of me is the software to do the draw. So I'm completely blind. The level of my research has been, okay, I'm not sure how to pronounce that team. I'll look it up. So I'm completely blind in the sense of even if I go back to Hamburg, I've been there, but I can't really remember the name of Hamburg Stadium. So I am a bit like 
a rabbit in the headlights when it comes to giving you any German football knowledge. So I've covered who, I, who I'd look out for in Bundesliga. If I went down to Bundesliga 2, St. Pauli have got to be the big one, aren't they? They're known for their cool kits. Uh, yeah, everyone's got to love Saipali. Pauli. Yeah, they're kind of they're the they're the fans' favourite, aren't they? Really in that division. Play play just off the Reaper Balm in Hamburg. Um, yeah, got skull and crossbone as their logo. Um, yeah, I think everyone. Yeah, I've had a few worldwide. Really tweet us saying they'd like Saipali Pauli if I could rig the draw, which I can't. Um, I know that Saipali Pauli are a team that Brian Bridge is desperate to have just so he can have an excuse to buy a shirt. Um, so, <laughs> I like you yeah, have fewer in that boat. If I can jump up a few places up the league in the Bundesliga too, the team I really want to come out of this with my name on is Holstein Kiel. Um, I know nothing about them other than their nickname is the Storks. But to me, as more importantly, Holstein Kiel sounds like a fantastic beer that you would have. I think if I get a Bundesliga 2 team, um, I'm actually going to email them after, after this and tell them that I'm, I'm now supporting them. And, and I can, I can share, with, share with you, if I get a response, what they what they say and um I'm, I'm gonna make contact with my team and tell them that i'm I'm a supporter yeah i think if looking at the social media world i think a lot of the clubs have been quite interactive and especially if you get one of the smaller teams in bundesliga too or even in the bundesliga itself they do all have yeah they do all have a lot of them do have english twitter feeds and they um for for a while now a lot of them have been aware that um there's a market for them in the UK because their ticket prices are such that it's it's a lot more affordable than watching Premier well, League games. When we went to Hamburg, nearly the whole trip was a, about the same as a much shorter journey trip potentially in the UK for a Premier League game, wasn't it? So Exactly. So you can jump on a cheap flight to it there and back well, in a day, which is perfectly feasible. Not so much at the moment, but <laughs> Yeah. If you look at someone like Frankfurt that's a flight from Stansted. That's easily for us. Easily yeah. doable, isn't it? Drive to Stansted in the morning, over to Frankfurt, watch the game, fly back in the evening, and you are realistically probably looking at a lower price than an English Premier League game. Shall we move on with the draw? Because we've got obviously yeah. thirty-six teams and names to draw out. So, first team to come out of the hat then is Hamburg. Okay, so what we've so, already been talking about, Hamburg. Yeah, they play Bundesliga two. Play at the Volkspark Stadium, 57,000 seaters, and until two years ago had never been relegated at the top league of German football. They're almost, I would say, they're the Leeds United of German football. They are the, they are the sleeping giant. Yeah, but are they as disliked across Germany as Leeds? Probably not. That would have to fall to Leipzig, I'd have thought, wouldn't it? I think so. That's something that perhaps our new Hamburg fan can do a bit of digging on and tell us a bit about their history in the yeah, future. Yeah, right. Should we find out who our Hamburg supporter is going to be? And names are going round. We've got Alex Walpole is the new supporter of Hamburg. Um, probably don't think Hamburg are the team he was after, but Alex, you're now a Hamburg supporter until the end of the season. At the end of the day, you don't choose your club, do you? Realistically, exactly. that's, would, we, that's would we have been Norwich supporters as well? If we could you don't pick a club, you're born into a football club, aren't you? So the randomised aspect of names coming out of a hat actually fits that quite well in that you don't pick the club you get. The club, the club picks, you. picks you. Exactly. So that's Hamburg out of the hat. Okay. Second up then is also in Bundesliga 2 and one of the teams I had to look up for and that's O or Ow O. I'm not, not overly certain. Urs, Spell- Urs Ow we're going to go for. I think it's Ow. got an A so it, I just I think it's got to be an A. And yeah, sort it's of, sort of like an Augsburg, those kind of things. And so I go, oh, 
as well. They play it in. They play in the fantastically named, named town of Aubad Schlemmer, which is a town and municipality in the Erzbergkreis in in Saxony. It's created with effect from first of January two thousand nineteen, no less, by the merger of former municipalities of Au and Bad Schlemmer. So West um, East Germany, um, fifteen thousand seater stadium. And they are sitting, I'm trying to find them. They're sitting banging in eighth, 34 points, nine points off a promotion promotion playoff. So they've still got something to play for. Definitely got something to play for. Right, and let's find out who's going to be supporting. Oh, that is Dan Crosby. Moving on to our next team to come out of the hat. We have got Bundesliga 2 again with Greta Firth. Greta Firth. Okay, so um, I believe. Sorry, they're pushing towards the top of Bundesliga too. I believe they are. And um, linking back to my picking up football manager with the lack of real football, I can tell you a little bit, bit about them because I've actually I'm in, I'm managing Norwich and I've signed one of their players on it. They have got an American winger called Julian Green who has played for the United States at the World Cup. He's got 15 caps. Started off at Bayern Munich and. Um, He's a he's a fast winger. He fits very well into the Norwich team as a backup for Ronel Hernandez. Um, they've got a three-leaf clover as their logo, and they play in a 15,000-seater stadium. Their nickname is the Cloverleafs, and they play in green and white hoops, much like Celtic. Makes perfect sense. With a flying winger, Julian Green. So let's find out who will be who'll be supporting them for what's left of the season. Right to Firth. That goes to our dad, Glenn, or Nick. Nick. Um, for those of you who don't know, our dad very much shares football opinions with Glenn Hoddle. Um, so to me and my brother... Looks a bit like him gets, as well. Yeah, to me and my brother, we just, gets called, we just call him Glenn. So um, it'd be nice if we could have a... Bundesliga one team. Yeah. Team out. Um, you definitely put them in the hat, yeah? They're all in the hat, yeah. <laughs> um, let's have a look. We have got a Bundesliga team, and it is a team that is hotly contested, contested with Paderborn. So, oh, this is this is probably basement, alongside some Pauli, the one yeah. everyone wants. Um, it is the basement boys, the ones that I don't know if a team at the bottom of the table has ever had as many people desperate to support them as Paderborn this year. So let's have a look. I think it's a Norwich thing, isn't it? I think we just take we take allies with the fact that. They're also having a hard time at the moment, and we we both have a united love for the icon. Yeah, well, I got I got when I when I was chatting to Jack Reeve about it, he said, "Ah, oh, if it's possible, can I have Paderborn?" And ultimately, it's down to the hat. So let's have a look if he does get what he's after. And it is a Jack, but it's not Jack Reeve. It goes to Jack Herbert. So Jack Herbert, you are now a Paderborn supporter. You might be enjoying a relegation in your first spell as a Paderborn fan. So next up, we've got most hated team in German football, RB Leipzig. Yeah. So that's not everyone thinks. A little fact for you here. Everyone actually thinks it's Red Red Bull. It's not Red Bull. It's Rasenball Sport Leipzig. The reason behind that is clubs are not allowed to have a sponsor in their name or something along those lines. They have exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the details because, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't understand and know them. But it's something to do with the ownership structure that you you kind of have a sponsor in the name quite right, but also you have to be owned a certain amount by the fans. And the way they got round that is clearly it is Red Bull, um, but but they couldn't they couldn't have that as their name. So they they are Rasenball Sport Leipzig. 
Um, the town of Leipzig and Saxony, yeah, founded in 2009, no less, when they bought the playing rights of, of a fifth division team. And they are now supported by Ben Morgan. So, as I said at the start, probably the top three teams, um, Bayern, Dortmund and Leipzig, perhaps the ones people don't want. Um, and they're probably the ones that people probably know the most about because of the Champions League and things. So, yeah, they're not probably not filling people with much interest, those top three teams, I suppose. But it could be, for Ben, it could be fantastic if if, if, Dor- if Leipzig can win their first first ever Bundesliga title 10 years after being formed. He, he's a part of that. He can, yeah. You never know if, if flights pick up and everything, he can get over there and join in the celebrations with his, <laughs> with his lifelong club. It's possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, who's next then? Mines. Flirty with relegation in the Bundesliga, right down there near the bottom, aren't they? Uh, that they're all, I think they're always at the bottom. It's one of those. Yeah, I think, I think every... they're like Burnley, aren't they? Yeah, they've got a fan. I'm looking on their on their Wikipedia page now, and their nickname is the Carnival Club, though, which is fantastic. I have no idea why that is the nickname yeah. is the Carnival Club, but they seem like a team you'd want to support. Um, yeah, they they seem I like the sort of Burnley, club. Then. Yeah, they've got a big. They they've got a thirty four thousand seat to say they play at the Opel Arena. Um, they've been in the Bundesliga now since 2000 and 2008, and they've never they've got some high finishes, but their last three years, 15, 14, 12. So they're they're a lower league. They're a Burnley of the Bundesliga, is how I would describe them. I think a likable Burnley, a likable Burnley, and they are going to be supported by Josh Youngs. We've had three from each now, so. Let's see where we're up to next. And we're out with Dusseldorf. So, again, flirting have a basement team, yeah. Um, in the Bundesliga, aren't they? So, I know that purely because in front of me, I've got the teams wrote down in the order they are currently. So, I know every team's position, not through my own knowledge, but purely through how I've wrote my notes. Yeah, Fortuna Dusseldorf, another big 54,000-seater stadium, um, no less. And they have won the Bundesliga. They won in 1933. They got their hands on the German Championship. It wasn't then called the Bundesliga. It was a German Championship. They beat Schalke in the final. There you go. I don't think this is going to be their year. They could potentially win Bundesliga 2 next year if they they've also slipping down. So They've also won the Cup Winners' Cup back in 1978. They beat... I'm trying to see who they beat it. Oh, no, they got... Sorry, they, got to the, they were the runners-up in the 19... They, they beat... Ipswich Town en route to the final, no oh, less, of the Cup Winners' Cup. So they that's a team, there you go, that's instant respect. Every Norwich fan is probably a little bit of a Dusseldorf supporter then. So let's find out who is going to now take on a lifelong allegiance to Dusseldorf. And that goes to Thomas Barnes. Moving on swiftly. And we have the leaders of Bundesliga 2, Bielefeld, Bielefeld. Bielefeld, I, I, I'm going for. Bielefeld, there's no I in it. Bielefeld. Sorry. That's my own scribble writing. Bielefeld, that makes more sense. So potentially, again, celebrating a promotion. Um, and that is going to for with. It's yeah. been a while since they've been in the Bundesliga. I'm just looking at them now. The last 10 years, they've been bumping around Division 1. They're a bit of a yo-yo club looking at their performance over the years, it does. Yeah, it looks like a, a yo-yo. They've been been as low as the third division. It's been some time since 2008 they were last in the Bundesliga, and then they suffered the ignominy of a double relegation to Bundesliga into the to the regional divisions of German football, and now very much on the way back. Hmm. Well, they are now supported by 
Ash Brompton, who I know is a Manchester United supporter, so actually celebrating a promotion might be a nice break from what he has to endure on a weekly basis. So that could potentially be a good club for Ash to support. Uh, so it's four for each division, so that's that's, that's a good symmetry there. We're, we're still, yeah, there's still some big clubs. So here we go. It's the, the team I said that probably on my first introduction to German football, Hertha Berlin, are out of the hat next. The parent club, of course, of Andrej Duda, for those with a Norwich connection. Right. And they are going to be supported by... It can't be me, because that will... And it is me, <laughs> ridiculously. So there we go. Num- number 27 in the hat. They are supported by me. I'll have to go through the cupboard and see if I can find the shirt. I was now. about to say, can you find your Hertha Berlin shirt? What would be fantastic, man, would be... I remember I it was really long sleeve and support- sponsored by... A train company, wasn't it? Company. Yeah, I don't know if it's a national kind of train line in Germany, but that, yeah, that, I remember that being the show. Had a big red logo with right writing on with the yeah, train. Yeah, or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. The real smart shirt. Um, yeah. yeah. As far as um, football shirts go, I suppose. And of course, they're, they're the team from the capital. Um, they are sharing the league at the moment with Union. What are, they're another German club who are actually ahead of them in the table at the moment. Um, their match got abandoned when they, their home game got abandoned due to, to um, crowd trouble um, earlier in the season. I suspect they won't have that problem again when the, when the league kicks off. But um, yeah, there's still a rivalry there. Uh, that was her. I can go back to obviously supported them for a long time, having a shirt. I think I must have been about eight or nine at the time. So 16 months. Yeah. Um, Through the good times and the bad. Yeah, and so next out we have the absolute base of boys in what we're running. So Dynamo Dresden. Yeah, so they're, again, they're a big club though. They got a thirty-two thousand seater stadium. Um, they've, yeah, they're, they're they're a big. They look a big club. I'm surprised they haven't had had enough. They haven't managed to get themselves into the Bundesliga. Looking at their their stadium and, and their attendances, they're a, they're a big club. There, it's I know nothing about them at all or any of their players. It just it surprises me that they are the bottom club. But yeah, I suppose you have to look at it like Bradford are a big club once, when they? They're a big East German team. So of course, looking at the, they've got loads of championships prior to the unification of Germany. So I think back in their in their day, they were the powerhouse of um, East German football and clearly yeah. on harder times. And they are loyally supported by Matt Drummond, a loyal Portsmouth supporter. So, so he's he, used to relegation. Custom right? being at the bottom of the table, um, although Portsmouth have obviously had a resurgence recently, but obviously has been through a few relegations himself, so knows what it's about being at the bottom. So Dresden's probably a good fit for Matt. Yeah, I think we'll get we'll try and get Matt on in, in soon. I think he'd be a it could tell us what he's learned about about Dresden and and yeah. His, his city. What it's like to support a crap football team. Exactly. He's got, yeah. Yeah. Next out is Nuremberg. Nuremberg. So, Bundesliga 2. My understanding of Nuremberg was from the World Cup a few years ago, where I can't remember, was it Holland, Germany in the Battle of Nuremberg? Yeah, I think it was. And I also like. It might have been Holland, Spain or someone. I remember just the Battle of Nuremberg for the amount of yellows and red cards. And I think by calling them Nuremberg, you're not doing them justice. Their name is actually One Foosball Club Nuremberg Verein für Luisbergensen EV, often called One FC Nuremberg. There you go. So, so I, um, I hope whoever supports Nuremberg will use their full name in any reference. And their nickname is The Legend, which um, 
I have no idea again why they are called the legends, but it looks it looks fantastic. And um, they've been relegated from the German football league system top tier on nine occasions, beating the record earlier set by another one of our teams, Armenia Bielefeld. So um, they are the yo-yo team. Yeah, and they are going to be supported by Matt Hopner. So Matt, if you could find out why they are nicknamed the Legends, that would be fantastic. And if you could also translate that um, ridiculous name that um, ran away with me a bit there at the start, that would be fantastic. Um, it'd be useful to see what that actually what that means if they were an English club. Yeah, it'd be much easier if it was just ASC Nuremberg, wouldn't it, or Nuremberg Town? But yeah, we'll go, we'll go with what they've got. I do like they have the number one at the start of the name. There. That's that's almost very it's, presumptuous. Isn't that must it? stick them at the top of the table every year at some point. Honestly, at some point, that's better. Yeah. It gets really confusing when the season must start, though, because you suddenly, if they don't win their first game and they're sitting 14th, it looks like they're 141st in the table or something. So, um, yeah, it's quite a few. Could be a problem. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah. Oh, hell of a long season, wouldn't it, if there's 141 teams? <laughs> BT, I think, are going to be desperate to get some live sports on as soon as they can. So, I suspect you'll find um, every Bundesliga game, a game on every night. There yeah. is a game, certainly, until there's some competition it be that from the Premier League or the Spanish League or something like that next out of the hat we have Bochum Bochum and what division are they a, they are a Bundesliga 2 team once again aren't they yeah just below Nuremberg actually directly below so fourth from bottom only four points from safety so they really have got a lot to play for yeah and th- this is one of those where it could go either way isn't it where not having supporters could benefit them but actually could be really detrimental if you're in a battle or not having those supporters behind you and they are going to be supported by Jamie Miners. So Jamie Miners you are now a Bochum supporter fighting for survival to to the regionalized divisions of German football so definitely one to follow there. And one interesting thing to point out, at the bottom of Bundesliga 2, it's not an automatic relegation. They operate in German football. Um, and it's the same in the Bundesliga. The third bottom team will play a playoff against the third team in the league below. So in Bundesliga 2, Wiesbaden are sitting 16th. They're not automatically relegated. They would play a playoff from a team in the division below. So I don't know whether the re- I, I don't know if the regional foot divisions are starting. Um, I suspect not. So they might get a reprieve from that. Um, yeah. Something to keep an eye on, I guess, over the next couple of weeks. It paves the way for a nice post-lockdown barbecue, doesn't it, to watch the relegation playoff yeah. in the Bundesliga too. So, um, Jamie, if you fall into that trap, bear in mind you may have to do a host of a barbecue in the summer. Next out of the hat, then, we have Darmstadt. Darmstadt, now. Um, Mario Vancic is, was a Darmstadt player. Um, before he, What a player he is. Nicknamed the Lilies, um, 17,000-seater stadium. and that, That's very fitting for Mario Vrancic in his first season, though, when he had that bleached hair. Yeah, I, yeah. that's and, and was very much a Lily. So, supporter of Darmstadt is going to be Dan Philpott. So, Dan, you are now a Darmstadt fan. Sitting sixth, and yeah, you've still 36 points. You are eight points from that. Playoff place, um, you need a good run, but it's, it's certainly doable. You're on good. You're going into this in really good form, actually. Your last five matches are all wins, and the one before that was a draw, so you're unbeaten in your last five. You and Bielfeld at the top of the league share the best form in the division. So, um, as, yeah, you're, you're definitely a team on the up. Yeah, obviously you've got the concern that perhaps a long break 
will disrupt that form, but obviously you're better to go into it with some form than, than none. No, so exactly. A lot to play for. Next out then is Regensburg. So Regensburg two mid table. Jan Regensburg. And they are going to be supported by they have a fantastic logo, by the way, um, a big J and a big R. And their nickname is the Red Shorts. Um, doesn't take the expert to work that why that is. They've never played in the Bundesliga. They've recently been as low as the fourth tier of German football, which no, the fifth tier of German football, no less. So um, they really are probably these one of the smallest clubs in this, in these top two divisions. Um, and they are supported by Ash Baxter. So next out then comes Osnabrück. Osnabrück, Bundesliga two once again. Twelfth, yeah. um, not a lot to play for. Um, not probably a lot to tell you about them. They got a very cool logo once again. Their nickname is the Lilac Whites. Um, they play in dark purple. Um, not quite sure where the nickname comes from in that case, but that's something for. Then you found to tell us a bit about. Yeah, well, their new supporter is Tottenham City's Jack Reeves, so I'm sure he will be able to definitely do some digging and find out some information about Osnabrück for us. Um, so, unfortunately, Jack, you've not got Paderborn. You have to cut all allegiance with Paderborn because you are now a supporter of Osnabrück. I'm just noting as well, we've still got St. Pauli in to be drawn, and we still haven't heard Chris Brambridge, so the dream, the dream could be happening. <laughs> I'm sure you're massively excited to know that your team is still in there. Um, good so, luck yeah. to him. Good luck to Brano when he tries to translate on um, the St. Pauli web shop how to get a 4XL size <laughs> shirt. But um, he's actually been, leave the bloke alone. He's actually been out on his bike and he's putting the work in. He's going to need a triple XS by the time the season gets going again. <laughs> right. He might even get a game for them. You never know. They're not that short, are they? Um, so the t- another team that perhaps people don't want, Borussia Dortmund. Um, yeah, second in the league. Everyone knows about Borussia Dortmund. Um, Jadon Sancho, Daniel Farker, um, the Yellow Wall. We, they don't really need an explanation, do they? No. Is Eric Haaland still on his ridiculous goal-scoring record of something like seven goals in 20 minutes or something ridiculous? Oh, I think so. I think they, it's, it's one of those teams that you. I think no one wants them, but equally no one has really got a bad word to say about Dortmund. Um they're not buying. They haven't got a lot of money. They they they're the kind of club that you wish you were your they're club. The people's club, aren't they? They're the club you wish were your club. Um, I'm just on their Wikipedia page now, and I can see that that players out on loan. Felix Paslak is still still employed by Borussia Dortmund. Made all those appearances for Norwich last year. Made that one appearance for Norwich last year, but he's still employed by Dortmund. Um, yeah. you never know. No. Um, and they are supported by Chris Oxley. Um, Chris is a big Norwich supporter, so. Uh, playing yellow? Yeah, playing yellow. So actually, there's some similarities. Well, actually, probably that's about as far as the similarities go, isn't there? Um, they play well, in yellow, he... and they have a yellow wall, and Daniel Farke has been involved at both clubs. But... If he was to, to print out a Dortmund um, badge and stick it on his Norwich shirt, if, if the light was right and, and it wasn't a great webcam, it would almost look like a Dortmund shirt. So, yeah, um, absolutely. It's quite a cheap team to support, I guess, nowadays. Um, so next out is Schalke, the once club of Ralph Farman. Yeah, well, still is the club of Ralph Farman. Um, he's on loan at Braun in Norway at the moment um, and is stuck there and hasn't actually played a game. Um, I don't Sorry. really like Ralph, Ralph, to be honest, because he his, his attitude... Yeah, he left a bit of a bad taste in the mouth, didn't he? 
Yeah, um, but this is about Schalke anyway. Let's not taint, yeah. let's not taint this, this club for their new supporters. Um, their nickname is The Miners. Um, shame it wasn't... A good one for Jamie Miners. Shame he didn't pass it on the man. Exactly. Um, their tunnel is worth a look. If no one is, if, if anyone wants a bit of time, go on there and just type in Schalke Tunnel. It's it's fantastic. It's like an old mine shaft. Um, their coach is David Wagner, and they are from Gelsenkirchen, which presumably is a mining town. Um, and they are supported by Sam Ellis. I challenge Sam to a, a, a Schalke quiz um, in a few weeks' time. Um, he can. Yeah. He can tell us some. Get we can get him on here with some questions, um, and he can tell us some random facts about about his new club. Yeah, well, being a lifelong supporter of Schalke, I'm sure he'll know absolutely like, loads. Yeah, night and day, he'll know all there is to know about the club. So next out then is Borussia Mönchengladbach. So fourth place. I don't know what the gap is between them and Leipzig. Um, I can tell you that it is fourth one point. They're only six points off the top. So um, they are. Um, so are probably of the top teams, these are the ones that, if you want a top team, these are the ones you want. They're kind of the underdogs a bit, aren't they? Yeah, and I think I, I, they've got great reviews this year from what I have, my limited knowledge of German football is they, they play really good football by all accounts. Their nickname is the Foles, as in the, the baby horse. Um, coach is Marco Rose, who is another one of these German managers who's sort of up-and-coming managers. Um, they are, they've got a good side. Um they are, again, another team on the up, um, quite similar to Dortmund in a lot of ways. That I think a lot of their players, they, they haven't got a lot of cash. A lot of their players are homegrown. So um, they have good values. And they are now supported by Matt Powley. So, Matt, you are now a fully-fledged Borussia Mönchengladbach supporter. And I would say they are the most German-sounding team in the two divisions. Yeah, definitely. You can imagine a few Steins, strong German, gruff accent. Yeah, um, Munch and Gladbach, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, they are about as German as you can get, I would say. Yeah, up there. I think Hoffenheim are another one. We've got quite a strong German name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything like that kind of... I, I yeah, you just imagine Munch and Gladbach have never missed a penalty. Um, yeah, efficient. Yeah, like, and the, all the players turn up in VWs or something. Yeah, um, the factory, factory, they're safe. You know, yeah. you know what you're getting. Exactly. Um, so next out we have... Um, second from bottom in Bundesliga 2, Karlsruhe. Okay, a club I know absolutely nothing about. Um, they are from Karlsruhe, is the city. Um, glad, you, glad you cleared that up for us. Yep, they play in the Wild Park Stadium, which sounds fantastic. And their nickname is the, is the Eurofighters, which um, I don't think it probably is, but it would be fantastic if that was back due to their fans... Um, enthusiasm on away games if on, on European nights in, in the past. Um I don't think that's think that's the case. No. Um, they're new to Bundesliga too. Um they, they might be they're not new to it for it might be a short stay. It might be a very yeah. short stay. Um they did win the German League in nineteen oh nine. Um so they, they do have they they, they have, have been there once upon a time. Exactly. Exactly. Um and they are supported by Darren Hart. Darren's actually a Liverpool supporter so um, he probably would have been looking for someone like Bayern or Bielefeld to actually celebrate winning something. Um, he could, yeah, he could have a bad year if the yeah, Premier League was null and void, and then Karlsruhe were relegated. Um, he's he's missed out on the title and overseeing relegation. So yeah, um, that's about as bad as it gets, isn't it? It's not great. Um, I I feel for him already. Um, so next out then we have Union Berlin. So arch rivals of my club, Hertha Berlin. 
I would like, but I think I would like Union. If I was to pick a team left, I'd probably, given that you've got Hertha as well, and um, they're, yeah, they're such like, an exciting up and coming club. Add as well. A bit more spice, wouldn't it? Um, unfortunately, you've not got, and that's gone to Mark Shepstone. Um, so, Mark, you are now um, not my friend. You're a rival. Yeah. Yeah, you're an arch rival. You're a Union Berlin fan. Ickbein Berliner, or, or however the saying yeah. goes. Their, um, sta- their stadium is, is translate. Their stadium, according to Wikipedia, is the Stadion and the Alton Foresteri, which translates literally to the stadium at the Old Forester's Lodge, which yeah. sounds great. Um, good, yeah, very quite, quite a unique name, if anything, isn't it? The nickname is the Iron Ones. And they, the, the club is well known for its enthusiastic and creative fan base and for its chance Eisen Union, which translates as Iron Union, which sounds a bit boring to me. But um, yeah. I'm sure once you get your megaphones and you get going, it, it might be a bit more exciting. Yeah. Well, they yes. sing Christmas carols. So there's one final point on Union. Every year they sing, they open their stadium up and, and, and it fills up with sort of 20,000, whatever you get in there, 22,000 for Christmas carols, which I think they all, all the fans come and sing Christmas carols. That's together, quite, which... That is good. It, it would be better if they sung them at the game. Well, at the, yeah, at the moment, they're not going to be able to go to the game, are they? So, um, no. But Christmas is a while off. Fingers crossed, those Christmas carols. Maybe, you never know, maybe Mark will get over there and he will be singing those carols with them. Yeah. Um, next out is Cologne. Are they, they're a Bundesliga 1. Bundesliga 1, directly above Union Berlin. Yeah, big club. Um, 60,000-seater 60, stadium. Um, another one of those clubs, to me, a bit like Mines, always seem to be... Seems to be messing around near the bottom. Yeah, they always strike me as a sleeping giant, Cologne. They they always seem to. I, I don't know. I literally don't know a thing about them, but they strike me as a club who who should be doing much better than they are. Yeah, they won Bundesliga two last year. Um, their nickname is the Billy Goats, and they have a goat on their logo. And I'm looking at this now, and as as you would only do in German football, um, they bring a goat to the match as their mascot. Oh. That yeah, I can't imagine that going on particularly anywhere else other than Germany. Having been to it, the the one German game, you can see that oh, happen. They're a bit like Palace, Palace with their ego, <clears throat> and I guess they're similar sized clubs to Palace. Now, I'm going to go with Cologne being the being the Crystal Palace of, of German football. Well, you can do you can find out more about that because you are now a Cologne supporter. Fantastic. Um, well, so actually, yeah. with, with us having Hertha Berlin and Cologne, they're. They're not inconceivable that when, when supporters can go, that we could get out and see either of those two. They're quite easy places to get to, both Cologne and Berlin. Yeah, um, I think... If yeah. we could get Cologne playing Berlin, it would be even better. And it look, they both look fairly safe, so there's no reason why that couldn't happen next year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to know... Yeah, getting to know my new my new team. Yeah, we can be off doing that while Dad or Glenn is off watching... Watching Greta Firth. Yeah, whoever Greta Firth are playing. Yeah, in whatever league they're in. Um, yeah, next year. Um, what do you think? I'm trying to look at the map. I can't even. Oh, they're they're South Germany. They're not a million miles away. Um, it could be, it could happen. Yeah. Um, next out is Leverkusen. Another big. Club. Nearly won the Champions League that time before the the Sedan volley. Um, all those Michael years Ballack ago. Era. Michael Ballack era, quite right. Um, nicknamed the Company's Eleven. Um, that is because it's Bayer, the chemical company. Yeah. They're owned by the chemical company. And once upon a time, it would have just been staff of the company playing for them. Um, I don't think Michael Ballack got involved in chemistry when he was there. But um, no. one Bundesliga in 2010, 
And then, yeah, got Champions League runner-up a while ago now. I'm surprised it was this long ago. The 2001-2002 season. Yeah, I was about to say. That famous Champions League. It's quite a while ago now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I remember they were always one of the first German clubs to have their ground on FIFA as well. Small, small fact for yeah. you. Yeah, and they had a roof. I seem to remember they were the, one of the first clubs in kind of European football to have a closing roof, which, um, of course, quite a few teams have now, but at the time was pretty cool. And they are supported by Matt Lawley. So, again, another Liverpool supporter. Are Lever- is it con- conceivable that Leverkusen could sneak up five places and win the league? I think it's going to be a tall ask, isn't it? I think Dortmund, uh, or not Dortmund, sorry, Bayern are pretty relentless. Yeah, They've won it eight years in a row or something ridiculous. And you're asking for a big slip up to come from fifth and win it, aren't you? Have only a handful of games to go. Yeah, without any supporters or anything like that. But as we said at the start, there's going to be some funny results. Um, you yeah, never know. There's going to be winners and there's going to be losers in this as the season kind of plays out. Um, sure. And a club like Dortmund, who is very kind of supporter kind of orientated could they be a loser who knows exactly and labor it could be labor cousin's year um yeah it's exciting exciting stuff stuff um, Matt. we then have second from bottom in bundesliga Werder bremen Werder bremen now i think it's either bremen or wolfsburg one of the two is rivals with i think it's wolfsburg actually who are rivals with schalke um Werder bremen the River Island is is the nickname. Um, not really a lot to. Not really a lot. They're 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 big rivals of Hamburg. Um, I knew there was a link to Wolfsburg and Hamburg and where the Bremen, sorry, in Hamburg. And yeah, right, rivals with Hamburg. Um, always kind of they been around the Bundesliga. Be swapping, they could be swapping places then. Haven't haven't dropped out of Bundesliga the, the Bundesliga since the early eighties, and that was a very short stay for one season, where they then won the league again, and then you're getting back to the sixties really before they were below that. So they yeah. are they are a big club. Um, Two thousand three Bundesliga them, winners to see them slip out could be huge then. Yeah, um, and and I think that's a real very very real possibility given their league position, and they've got it. They've got six points to. Four points, sorry, to make up on Dusseldorf to even get in that playoff place, which um, yeah. is a tall ask. Um, you're looking at eight points to catch Mainz so in safety. If, so if that Hamburg, would be a great story. Hamburg to finish third and Bremen to finish third bottom, would they meet each other in a playoff? They would, which uh, would be epic. Um, yeah, even be. with no supporters would be epic. Yeah, I think that would be a difficult one for authorities to stop supporters kind of congregating out, wouldn't it? I think it'd be, yeah, Um yeah, it would be a huge grudge match. Um, Hamburg could return to the Bundesliga and, and drop Werder Bremen out of the top division for the first time in 40 years. So, yeah. um, And they are supported by Tom Poole. Next out then, we're getting towards the business end now. Only a few teams to go. We've now got Wolfsburg. We yeah. still, I'm just jumping back in there, we still haven't had Brambridge and St. Pauli, so it, it could yeah. be happening. I'm trying to find Wolfsburg. I can't find them. They are sitting seventh in the Bundesliga, 36 points, and... They are interesting fact about Wolfsburg. They are the team of VW, um, Volkswagen, the cars. They a bit like Bayer Leverkusen. They were owned a bit. They were owned by the car company. So um, another workers' club, nicknamed the Wolves, unsurprisingly. And they are supported by Chris Linehan. So Chris Linehan, you are now a Wolfsburg supporter. 
rattle through some a little bit quicker. So we've just had Wolfsburg out for Chris Linehan. Next out is Weisbaden. They are Bundesliga 2, aren't they? And they're quite yeah, near the bottom, I seem to remember. Third yeah, from bottom. Third from bottom. But they've got a lot to play for. Whoever gets them, they know they're going to have, a, one way or another, they're going to have an exciting end to the season. Yeah. So, And they are a tiny club. I remember we picked up on this earlier on. They're a tiny club. Um, and they are supported by AJ Johnson. Um, so I don't think AJ will need too many excuses to have a few beers. So supporting a German club, if they avoid relegation on the last day, could well be up his street. The Steins will be flowing, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. One of the big one now, St. Pauli are the team we've just pulled out of the hat. So, okay. Chris, this is your big moment, if you're listening. Is this going to be your team? I um, just can't see it. It'd be fantastic if it was, but I just can't see it. Um, yeah, um, you kind of hope for him it is now, after the build-up we've had. Yeah. Um, and it's not. It goes to Dan Gaskin. Um, I know... Brownbridge will not we'll be even more annoying. I know Dan that. will probably take great pleasure in rubbing it into Brownbridge that he has got St. Pauli and Brownbridge only hasn't. They're the neighbourhood kicker, is their name. Um, they're based off the Reaper Balm in Hamburg, um, the highest concentration of strip clubs in, in Europe, um, according to the Wikipedia page. Um, Cross City rivalry with Hamburg, with, with Hamburg, and it's called simply the Derby. Yeah, and they've obviously had that Derby for a couple of. They hadn't had that derby for years, but obviously t- the last two years it's been a regular feature on the calendar. Yeah, exactly. They haven't played in the Bundesliga. They played in the Bundesliga <coughs> in 2001. Was One their last One-year spell. And since then, you're looking back to... Sorry, 2010. They've also... They've, they've had... In the last 20 years, they've had two years in the Bundesliga. Um, 2001 and 2010 and just consistently been... A top half team in two Bundesliga, they're on. Mm. Um, so next out is Augsburg. Um, Bundesliga oh. one, aren't they? Yeah, direct between Mainz and Hertha Berlin. And who are they supported by? One of those clubs never again, like like the Burnleys who, or, or the Watfords, kind of never really strike you as doing much, maybe have a brief flirt with the German Cup, but you never really hear people going, ah, oh, Augsburg at the top of the Bundesliga, yeah. do, do you? So, um, and they're supported by Sean Flint. Fools, Foosball Club Augsburg is the, full, is the full name. They play at the WWK Arena. Um, and their nickname is the Fugger Starters, which um, mm-hmm. mission for sure... Is to be like fire starters? Possibly. Um, uh, I don't know. Name, looking at looking at this, the Fugger starters. They're named after the famous Fugger family of Augsburg. Um, I'd be interested to know why the Fugger family are famous. Um, that's always something something yeah, for a sure future. You can find that out and let us know. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um, next out is back to Bundesliga two, and we've got Heidenheim. That sounds almost. That's very German once again, isn't it? That's, yeah, like like that Hoffenheim, Heidenheim again. Few Steins, strong gruff accent. You can imagine. You suspect Lederhosen and Castles, sort of real. Yeah. yeah. And they are supported by fourth in Bundesliga too. So, board to pay for there, supported by Jamie Lincoln. Obviously, with that playoff place in third, definitely something to play for there. Um, and chasing Hamburg and a chance to really deny Hamburg a chance to return back to the Bundesliga at the second bite of the cherry, which for them would be probably quite a. Disastrous two yeah. years running. Last few to come out of the hat now. Uh, we've got 
Bundesliga leaders and notorious winners, Bayern Munich. You are almost a glory hunter if you were to, to draw Bayern. Um, yeah, if you, t- if you tell, if you, if you'd say to someone, oh, I'm a Bayern Munich fan, the response would be, yeah, of course you are. Yeah, you're a Real Madrid fan as well. That's yeah. Sort of, yeah. Um, and it's actually really fitting that they are supported by Chris Bird. <laughs> I'm sure there was a spell where Chris Bird was a Manchester United fan before he was a Tottenham fan. But I thought he was a West Ham fan. I'm losing track a bit here. Yeah, um, but now he's a Bayern Munich fan. So, Chris, you are a Bayern Munich fan. Um, so forget supporting Spurs. You are now a Bayern Munich fan. Assuming, of course, you do still support Spurs. They're not having the greatest season. So I appreciate if you perhaps now a Leicester fan. But yeah. who knows? Um, last couple then. Next out is Stuttgart. Um, Bundesliga 2. They're a big club, aren't they? Yeah. This would have been a good one for Matt Lawley because I know he actually lived in Stuttgart for a bit. So he actually might have known something about his football team if we'd have, if we'd have pulled him out for Stuttgart. Just trying to see where they are in the league. They are second. Um yeah. 45 points, so they're looking good Looking good to return to the top division as well. Uh, and they are supported by Matt Eves. Next up is Hanover 96. Ninth in Bundesliga 2. Um, Marcel Franca, we said earlier on, is a is a star amongst amongst that current... worrying in itself, isn't it? Current, current squad. Um, yeah, they, they, they've definitely been in Bundesliga. Um, top yeah, of it, fairly, fairly recently. I seem to remember them playing Norwich quite recently in a friendly. Um, yeah. Nick yeah, the Reds. Not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and they are supported by Nick Esser. Out now is Holstein. So, again... Yeah, Holstein Kiel. Nicknamed the Storks. Um, set sixth last year. They, they seem to be doing pretty well. Um, yeah, about sixth again this year, aren't they? Seventh at the moment. Um and they are supported by Danny Saunders. We have got Sandhausen. Very German once again. Um, Bundesliga 2. Yeah, bottom half, aren't they? 13th. Um, not a great deal to play for, but they're still not quite safe. Um, they've got, yeah, they definitely got a bit to play for um, over what's left of the season. Um, and Sandhausen are supported by Dave Guy. They, their Wikipedia page is the smallest of any team we've come across here. Their history section, all they've got is history, and it stretches to, to three paragraphs, um, two of which are two sentences long. So um, not a lot is known about them on Wikipedia. So perhaps, perhaps Dave they can pull any information tell us a little about, bit about them. Yeah, if Dave can pull any information about, about Sandhausen, um, he's doing quite well. And actually, that concludes the Bundesliga, Bundesliga. 2. Um, I think that leaves us with Frankfurt... Freiburg and Hoffenheim, I believe, are the three we've got left. So next out is Frankfurt, um, who are pretty much slap bang in the middle, I think, of Bundesliga. Yeah, I'm just having a look for you. They are 12th, Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, Europa League semi-finals last year. I seem to think they lost to Chelsea um, quite far in- into the tournament. Um, they beat Arsenal, maybe. I seem to think they're... I can yeah, remember them marching through London or something, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and they are supported by the big man, Chris Brownbridge. Um, That's a good club for him to get behind, I think. Um, a real a real loud jet with a big following. Um, there's a bit, yeah. That's a good club. That's a good fit. Yeah. So, Chris, if you want to take your family on holiday, Frankfurt is your destination. Easily get ball right. Um, Lufthansa from Stansted will get you there. Um, Financial capital of Europe behind, behind London. Um, yeah. yeah. 
which brings us to the next team drawn is Freiburg. Another club who I don't know much about. Um, they are sitting eighth, so pretty good, pretty good form. Um, Freiburg, they they are trying to find them on the map. They are very South Germany, very very South, the, the southernmost team in the league, Southwest. Um, got an eagle on their logo. They play at the Schwarzwald Stadium. Um, I think it's the Black Forest, possibly. I'm not really sure. Um, well, they are now supported by Ross Perkins. So, Ross, you are a Freiburg supporter. Um, we will pick the last two out just to conclude the draw properly. Um, so, the final team out of the hat, then, is Hoffenheim. Again, um, very German. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a soft spot for Hoffenheim. because I remember when they first got into the Bundesliga, they played in about front of 5,000 people, didn't they? It kind of, yeah. Kind of the sort of ground you'd expect in your furlough nun level. Um, yeah. The team the Hoffenheim. Yeah. Um, stadium, um, six thousand seater stadium that they they played their games at. Um, yeah. They used to be the most hated club in Germany, of course, until um, like came along. Um, where Denver Bar was before Chelsea, am I right? Thinking as well. I think it, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. And also where um, Joe Linton at Newcastle was yes. brought from in the summer. Um, and presumably that's they're missing his goals and his super form, which is why they're ninth this year, possibly. Yeah, and they are supported by Dave Crane all the way from Malaysia. So, worldwide supporter of Hoffenheim. Possibly the only Hoffenheim supporter in Malaysia. I would say there's a high chance. If he was to set up the Malaysian fan club um, for Hoffenheim, he might be the only member. That's something he could perhaps look into. Yeah. Um, Well, that concludes our draw. Um, That's all 36 teams out. Obviously, I'll post a visual version of that um so you haven't got to hang on and listen to listen your... to us for an hour yeah that said i'm not going to post that until a day after the podcast goes out to encourage you to listen um because ultimately that's why we've set it up so it'd be nice to get as many of you listening as possible and perhaps some people who just want to know a little bit about german football because ultimately we're learning this on the job so if you're interested as well feel free to learn on the job as well attach yourself to a club I'm not going to post the visual version of the draw for a day or so, but the podcast will go up first. I suppose before we finish then, you are now a Cologne supporter. Yeah. Um, the would they be a team if I'd have said pick a German team, would you have gone for Cologne? Honestly, no, but um, it's a pr- I'm pretty happy. It could have been worse. Um, there's teams I wouldn't have wanted. I wouldn't have wanted Bayern, Dortmund, Leipzig, one of the big clubs. Um, I'd have liked to I, I like Union Berlin. I like St. Pauli, but um, there's a lot. There's more, a lot more positives to be said about Cologne than negatives. Um, they're a, a, yeah, a big club with with some pedigree behind them. So I'm looking forward to seeing if we can push on from our from our tenth place and try and climb up that table and possibly sneak into a European spot. Yeah, it's not not out of the question, is it? Um, right there, there to be played for. Um, whatever shape European football takes next year, I suppose. Um, depending on how other leagues finish and whatnot, that, that's a question for later, I suppose. In short, I suppose that, that's a draw finished. We've got a couple of weeks now until the pencilled-in start date of the ninth, although I believe the Bundesliga are actually meeting on Thursday to firm up a start date. And unfortunately, some press reports have said they think it's going to actually be a week later than the ninth. Okay, well, that gives us there's going to give people a, a week longer to familiarise themselves with their yeah with, with their team, I guess, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So 
obviously with that running, we'll hope to have a pod next week with someone discussing what what they the first yeah. of supporting their club has been like, and then perhaps a week later we will really have a look at. Okay, we're on kind of the eve of the first round of fixtures. And have a look at those fixtures and and what the games to watch over the really yeah. over your weekend. Uh, we should have, we should also hopefully by that point have an idea as to television coverage, which of these are going to be televised and yeah, how you can get, how you can watch your club, those kind of things. How um, we can help people plot their their weekends or days in lockdown. Yeah, and I a lot of the, am I thinking a lot of the German games tend to be a slightly later kickoff or an earlier kickoff than we have. I think they're a bit earlier. They they always seem to be. They're they're, they're a lot more split over the weekend as well. Um, a lot more. You don't get many three o'clock fixtures. Yeah, it's either it's normally evening on a Saturday or all throughout Sunday. So yeah, um, so we can help you kind of map out your weekend as to how you're going to support your German club. On that note, we've been going on for nearly an hour now, so we'll we'll wrap things up. Um, Obviously, Chris, thanks for joining me. And no, no problem. The draw and providing me with your or Wikipedia's words of wisdom. <laughs> um, but hopefully, most people now know at least some. If someone said, "Ah, oh, why are you a I don't know a Nuremberg fan?" Matt, hope we can go. Oh, well, I loved the long name they have. Um, exactly. Exactly. So at least everyone now has a little bit of information about their club to get the ball rolling. Um, Chris Bird can tell us why he's a lifelong Bayern Munich Bayern fan. Munich fan, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah that sets everything rolling um, and hopefully next week we'll have a supporter on with us um, if anyone could tweet in anything interesting they find out about yeah. their club or any yeah, questions see. they've got for other clubs or any um, anything they want us to try and find out let us know yeah tweet in drop some comments um, if you want to come on there's no reason why we can't have more than one fan on we um, might even get to a stage we can have later in the season we could have everyone on have a, have yeah. a big call there's loads of possibilities yeah we'll take sunday supplement and up level it till you've got no fans and who knows get um, your german beer in and yeah, yeah. Have um, it could be a case of that one's got to be a video pod um everyone finding something from their from their club's kind of region maybe a beer or sausage super- or yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows <laughs> um so on that note we will see leave you- it Right. Yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll see you next week. And that concludes the first edition of You've Got No Fans. You've got no fans.